As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. We are in a new year and I am excited about what God is already doing. I've been looking on my timeline and I've been seeing how God is blessing many of you. Um, And I just want to come and share today on the things that, that I see God doing. So Come on in, come on in. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Come on in, and when you come in, share. I just want to take a a moment to let people. Good morning, Reverend Arnetta. When you come on in, just share, and I just want to spend a little time with you this morning and share some of the things that God has been talking to me about, and um, I know He's been talking to many of you about as well. And so I'm just excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. God is already doing good things. Good morning, Charlene. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. So let me just jump in for those who know me. Thank you for your support last year. I started doing my Facebook lives last year. And I thank you because I've had consistent um, supporters and I appreciate you and your time. And and so I just want to say thank you. And for those that don't know me and maybe will be watching me for the first time, I'm Dr. Jewel Williams and I'm one of the lead pastors of Abundant Life Worship Center. And good morning to you, Tawana. And um, our church is at 7701 South Exchange. We're in Chicago and our services are at 11 a.m. And I will be getting this year with some new things. We will be doing our Wednesday Word coming straight from our Facebook channel on our church. So you can keep your your eyes open for that. So let me just jump into telling you what God has been talking to me about as I've just been kind of quiet and listening. And we've been talking about good morning and, and um, happy new year to you, Connie, and happy new year to everyone. And so if you notice, the title is Awaken in the New Day, this 2020 vision. And so I spent the last month, last two months talking a little bit about what this 2020 vision looked like. And I know it sounds like a cliche, but it really isn't. I want us to go deeper into the things that God is trying to show us. And so one of the things that that I wanted to talk about this morning as we're talking about this awaken in the new day, having 2020 vision doesn't necessarily mean you have perfect vision. Because there are other things that are necessary for you to make sure your vision is the way that needs to be, that it's healthy. Because, you know, 2020 just talks about the sharpness or the clarity of our vision at a distance. So there are other important things about the skill and and what it is that we do so that we can see. Um, And if you didn't see my Facebook Live with Prophetess Leslie um, Jones, you, I would suggest you go back because she really talked about more in detail about this eye coordination. So part of the things about having a healthy vision is we we have, a, a, you know, side vision, eye coordination, our depth perception, uh, perception our focusing ability, color, um, uh, and these all contribute to the overall health 
of our vision. And let me just tell you, because you might like, okay, well, is this an eye lesson? It's not. It's really about the vision. And I want us to see the spiritual lessons that God wants us to get even before I go into the scripture. So one of the things we talked about is I was beginning to say is that people see at a distance but maybe are not able to bring the nearer objects into focus. And this condition is is called farsightedness. And also it's the loss of being able to focus. It's a, a loss of focusing ability, right? Well, others can see things up closer, but they can't see things far away. And this condition is called nearsightedness. So I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to share with your people from that? Well, the Lord was saying they really... In both conditions, when we have a problem with our eyesight, what do we have to do? We go to the eye doctor, they examine our eyes, they tell us what needs to happen. And then what do you do? You get glasses. You get your glasses so that it can do what? It can adjust your ability to see. It makes what's, a you know, where you couldn't see at a distance, it, it makes that correct. So you get corrective lenses. And I just want to encourage somebody today, the Lord is really talking to me, and, and I believe he wants to prepare us to understand that this is the season of some corrective lenses. It's a correction to our vision. In this next three months, I just see the Lord saying that he wants us to take the time to get with him so that he can correct whatever is faulty in our vision. Again, he said one of the things about, I talked about this farsightedness. That's the ability to see, um, you know, I can see at a distance, but I can't see up close. Well, let me tell you what that looks like in the spiritual sense when you are farsighted. When you're farsighted in the spiritual sense, I can see what's wrong with you. So I could tell you, you have a religious spirit. I could tell you that this is going wrong. I could tell you uh, all of these different things, right? But the problem is, as soon as I could tell you what's wrong with you, but guess what happened? I can't see myself. And so I had the Lord saying part of the corrective things that he's going to do in this season is he's going to correct our ability to not only see what somebody else is wrong, but first checking, you know, the, the beam that's in our eyes so that we can see better and be better able to be able to see what's going on in myself so that I'm not just poking and, you know, picking out what's wrong with you, but I can see where my own issues are. But then the other side of that is he said, I'm going to deal with that nearsightedness in you. And that's that place where all I see is my wrong, but I can't discern other people. And the way that that normally looks like is in comparison, because I am comparing myself to person A or person B. I can only see how I fall short best based on person A and person B. So I don't see anything. I've kind of got this idol, idolized version of them, or I see them in a way where they're just, everything is great. And so I am always lacking. And I hear the Lord saying that in this season, especially in this first three months of this year, he is going to correct how we see. He wants us to be able to see clearly so that we know what God is doing. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you, Michelle. I, I, I'm glad that um, you are here. And so I, I just really am excited about that. Man, you know, you guys might be, you know, more spiritual, more deep than I am, but I'm just going to tell you those two things right there are, are just so important because, you know, I talked a lot about in some of my posts and in, even in some of my lives that I am not bringing anything into 2020 that was from last decade. And so if you've brought anything over and you still are dealing with it, this is the time in these first two months that God really wants to help correct your vision. He wants to bring you into the right focus. What's the right focus? The right focus is really for us to see him. Let me give you the scriptures that I have for today. Psalm 17 and 15 says, because I am righteous, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, because I am righteous, I will see you. I, when I awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. Let me read that again. This is Psalm 17 and 15. It says, because I am righteous, I will see you. 
when I awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. Now, this is what the Lord is really telling me through this scripture. And that's why I started off giving you a little background about how God is really saying in this next three months, he is getting ready to help us learn how to focus right. He's getting ready to do the surgery, if you will, to our spiritual eyes so that we're looking with the right focus from the right vantage and with the right intent in what we see. And so I'm not saying that if I see something wrong with anybody that I discount. In fact, if you see something wrong with your brother and sister, scripture tells us we ought to pray for them because why? We want to make sure they're in the right place with God, just like we want to be in the right place with God. But there's some things that I want you to see, even from the scripture that I want to share today before we pray. And that is, it says, because I am righteous, the righteous will see. It says the righteous will see. So the first point I want you to see is the righteous will see God. And I know this sounds like a very elementary thing that everybody should know. Um, but one of the things you have to understand is David, when you read these words and you go back and read the entire Psalms, you see that he is persevering under some very hard situation. He's been faithful because he's had to go through some difficulties. But I want to encourage you today is that it, for those that have been faithful through the difficulty, those that have gone through their wilderness seasons, you know, for, for some it was last year, for some it was a decade. I think the whole last 10 years was a wilderness. And I've said it before, because you've been faithful and you've been willing to not quit, you didn't quit when people People talked about you. You didn't quit and give up when it got hard. You didn't quit when it didn't seem like you were going to have no help. You didn't quit. And because you didn't quit, God is calling you the righteous. He is calling you the righteous. And because you are righteous in him, I want to encourage you today to know that he hears your pleas. He is going to take care of what the enemy has done against you. He's not coming against people, but he's going to vindicate you based on what the enemy has done and how he is pressed against you. And so you and I stand in this place of of knowing that God is going to take care of us. I don't know about somebody else, but that's a shouting moment right there. I just want you to know God is going to take care of you. He said that he will take care of you. And so you and I have to understand that as we stand in this place and know that we are the righteous of God, he promised we will see him. And, you know, many of talking about this 2020 vision, not only will we see him, but that 2020 is like double blessing. You know, he's doing double time. Thank you, Jesus. There's some double things that you're going to see that God, you've been asking God for. You've been waiting on him to show you some plans. You've been waiting on him to, uh, to, to give you some strategies. I just declare for you in this first three months, be ready to see clearly what he's going to give to you. He said, because you are my righteous, I am going to provide for you. And not only that, but I want somebody else to get excited with me that not only are he calling you righteous, but if you go back to scripture where Jesus was in the wilderness, good morning, Queen, Jesus was in the wilderness and it says that he was led there by the spirit by the Holy Spirit. Many of you don't understand this last season wasn't just because you messed up. This last season wasn't because you weren't doing right. This last season was in fact because you were doing right. Many of you are finding yourself in places or found yourselves in places. Why? Because God led you there by his Holy Spirit. Some of you have come under attack. Your name, your, 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 your reputation, who you are has come under attack. Why? Because God led you in that place. He didn't lead you there because you know, to lead, to be led into a difficult wilderness. You better say, what kind of God am I serving? You are serving a God that's very strategic. He led you there. Why? Because he knew that in this place, his word was going to become alive in you. He knew that because you were in this place, you were going to learn how to shift. Good morning, Candace. He knew that you were going to learn how to do things in a different way. It's because he, he, think about what Jesus did. All of the tempting that the enemy did, what did he do? He tried to make him discount and not believe that, that what God said was true. Isn't that how the enemy has done you? Everything he's done, he's tried to convince you out of what God's promises are. He's tried to convince you into thinking that God had forsaken you or left you. But in fact, God was training you and teaching you how to stand strong even when you didn't hear him, even when you thought he left you. Why? Because you were holding on to the last instruction. You were holding on to the last word he gave you. You were holding on to his word because his word was sustaining you. And guess what you learned how to do? In that wilderness, you learned how to see him. You learned how to hear him. And you came out because well, I praise God because it said at the end of all of that tempting and testing to Jesus, what happened? 
It says in the word that the angels came and ministered to God. And I just declare that that's what God is doing for many of you. You've come out of your wilderness. Expect some ministering and his his comfort to reach you and refresh you in the first part of this year. There's a refreshing that's coming. Yes, he was, queen. He was preparing us. But there's a refreshing coming. Now, the refreshing don't mean that stuff stop. But what it means is he's going to double time in how he's showing up for you. He's going to show up and help you because you and I need to see. And the first thing he's going to do in our refreshing is help us to refocus. He's going to help us to see right. He's going to help us to not have this wrong kind of vision. He's not, he's going to help us so that our vision isn't, I'm looking at somebody else. And and, and when I say looking at somebody else, he don't even want you anymore looking at what they did to you. Stop rehearsing what they said. Stop rehearsing what they did. Stop blaming them. Stop looking at it. Because if your focus is just on them, then you don't look at who you need to, which is yourself. And then eventually him, you need to see what he's telling you about you so that you can be aligned with him. So he don't want us to be in a place where we are uh, farsighted. We only looking at what they've done to me, how they said it. I said it. And I declared over myself when I came over 1-1-2020, everything in the last 10 years are gone. The uh, only reason I'm going to bring any of it up is going to be because God wants me to use it to bless somebody. But not only did I let it go by way of saying I let it go, I, I went through a time of fasting because I said, Lord, I don't want none of that in my heart. But guess what that is? That's the spiritual surgery. And if some of you have not been able to let go of the stuff... I would suggest you get into a place to say, Lord, do the surgery on me. I need to focus. I don't want to any longer be focused and farsighted and just looking at what they did to me or, or looking at what they've done because then I don't see my issues. Nor do I want to keep looking and, and or let that stuff be it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Inside of me, when now all I see is what's wrong with me, and I can't discern that maybe some of the stuff that they were saying wasn't right in the first place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So the righteous will see God. But then the other question, I said, well, Lord, see him how? How will we see you? Well, the Lord said, the way that you're going to see him, he said, watch for me to show up and come strong against every attack of the devil against you. Look for me to show up and give you strength. Look for me to show up and give you power. Good morning, Amelia. He said, look up and see that I'm going to manifest these promises that I have promised you. He said, look and see, look and see, look and see, look and see. I am right with you. I've not left you. I've not forsaken you. Even in the silent moment when you were going through your test, I was still there. I am not a God that's fickle. I'm not going to leave you alone to handle whatever you're going through. He said, I am here. And I just declare, and I already sense it even right now, have a greater expectation that he's going to show up in even greater ways than you've thought before. I shared this on 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 a New Year's Eve at my church, and I want to share this to you. The Lord said that he is expecting some of us to have some crazy like faith. I'm talking crazy like faith. You know the scripture that says my cup runneth over? 
Well, this is what the Lord showed me a long time ago. If God is promising you your cup is running over, I want to ask you a question. What size is your cup? What size is your cup? Somebody write that for me in the comment. What size is your cup? Let me tell you why I'm asking you that question. Because did you know some of us limit the size of our cup? Did you know that? What is your cup? Your cup really is your faith. Some of us limit the size of our cup because we've let the stuff of last year and the stuff of past times convince us out of who God says we are. We let it convince us into thinking that we aren't who we are supposed to be. And so we don't want to limit the size of our cup. See, the way the Lord showed him, he said, some of us are showing up with a thimble-sized cup. You know what a thimble look like? It's just what you used to put on your finger when you thread the needle. He says, so you're coming with this thimble-sized cup. Now, listen, it still overflows. He's still overflowing. But if he can overflow a cup, why are you limiting the size? I told my church and I told the people that was there, I said, my cup is the size of the ocean. And it's still overflowing. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to encourage you today. Expand your faith. Say, Lord, I'm bringing you my ocean-sized cup of faith, and I'm believing that you're going to overflow. I believe that even the stuff that looks impossible, you're still going to do it. Why? Because of the God that you are. The things that are before me, I know they seem impossible. I can't do it in my own self. But because it's you, I'm expanding my faith, and I'm believing, and I'm believing for the double. I'm believing for even greater. So how will you see him? He said, you're going to see him show up and expand you. He said, you're going to see him show up and do be beyond what you thought and expected. He said, you can expect me. Why? Because the righteous will see him. The righteous will see him. This is for those that have been obedient, have stood the test of time. And I ain't talking about did it perfect because I'm going to be honest. There's some times when I was going through some testing, I was worse than a little kid. I was on the floor having me a tantrum because I'm like, Lord, could you remove this? This is hard. But he said, no, Jewel, you are not a quitter. So it's not about how perfect you went through. It's the fact that you still standing. Thank you, Jesus. It's the fact that you didn't give up. It's the fact that even when you didn't see it and didn't understand it, you said, God, I'm going to keep pressing. Why? Because I want to see you. Why? Because you said the righteousness will see you and I want to see you. And he said, you're going to see him. Have that expectation. I mean, from day one, today is the second. Expect every day you get a wake up saying, Lord, I expect to see you today. Lord, I expect to see you show up in my family. Lord, I expect to see you show up on my job. I, Lord, I expect to see your glory rise in me. Lord, I expect you to see you use my gifts. Lord, I expect, I expect, I expect, I expect, I expect. Why? Because the greater my expectation, the wider my faith is growing. And guess what he said? It's going to overflow in the name of Jesus. And then I said, when it says, when I awake, thank you, Jesus. You know, being awake means that at some point you were asleep. Being awakened means at some point you were not seeing something. Being awakened means that now that stuff that I did not see, now I can see. See, when you awake, you're, you're awakened from your eyes being closed. Remember I talked about this vision. See, your eyes were closed. There were things that were right before you, you didn't see. And I want to encourage somebody. Do you know, even in the midst of your trying, even in the midst of the wilderness and the difficulty you just went through, there was still something right in front of you. But the enemy of your soul was trying to blind you to it so that you couldn't see it. But God says, I am waking you up, waking you up. He is waking us up in this new season. Be, do not be surprised when things that initially you would miss, you're not going to miss no more. See, David says, when you wake up, guess what you're going to, what's the first thing it said? He said, he, wake up, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. Thank you, Jesus. God is saying that today, when you wake up, Wake up, wake up. You're going to be able to see him face to face. You and I have missed some times when God was right in the midst of our stuff, but we was looking at our stuff. We had the wrong focus. This surgery that he's doing on our eyes in these first three months is getting ready to correct our vision. It's correcting our focus. No more are we going to have this ground level seeing, but he says, I am elevating you to a place where you can see more aerial view and you can see bigger and wider. That's part of what he's doing. And he's bringing us to the place where we will see him in a way that we have not seen him before. And guess what? Even being able to see him, because see, oftentimes we neglect to even realize that it's him even in the little. 
He gonna even give us a keener vision to see him even in the little. See, many of us are waiting for the ta-da moment, but God said, I am going to show who you are even in the smaller moments. Thank you, Jesus. Even in the small moments, even in the small moments. Can I say it again? Even in the small moments. Let me give you an example. Maybe you've been praying for a child that's just been disrespectful and just been honorary and they just came. Nothing you say to them, they receive it. Be prepared in this next three months. You're going to start talking that same child and they you're going to see a slight change. They're going to be more respectful. Don't overlook that. God said, that's me. I'm shifting. I want you to be prepared to see everything, even in the little. And then start thanking him. Start thanking him because it means he is showing up. Your health has been bad. You just can't seem to lose the weight. You've been battling this and that. In this three months, start expecting to see a shift. Start expecting to see, even if it start off little, start thanking him. It's like, oh, Lord, I thank you. Guess what? Because I'm seeing better. I, I see better. I understand better. I, I'm, I'm, I'm discerning greater in what it is you're doing. See, because don't wait for the big to die because God is going to do this step by step. Thank you, Jesus. He's going to lay it brick upon brick brick upon brick. He, that's how he's going to do it. So when I awake, thank you, Jesus. He said, there's some things that you're awakening to. This is a spiritual awakening. Some of us are awakening in this new year to things that, as I said, we were asleep in the past. We're going to have a clarity in the spiritual insight and an ability to see farther than in past seasons. We're going to be able to see farther in past season. And what you're going to see as well is God is going to require you to do some unusual things. That's why many of us had to go through some wilderness conditions. Why? So when we came out, we came out in greater power. Because if you also read the scripture where Jesus was being tested, it said that for a season he was refreshed by the angel. We don't know how long. It just said he was refreshed. But then it said after that, he went out and he came out of the wilderness, but he came out in power. And if you read further in that scripture, it talks about how he came out in power. And the people will amaze. Let me tell you something. People are about to be amazed at what God is about to do in your life. They're about to be amazed because you're coming out in a greater power than you've ever walked in before. You are coming out with more clarity. You are coming out with your identity more refined than it's ever been. See, I realized this last 10 years, that decade that I just came out of, I had to go that way. Why? Because the old jewel needed to die. Because can I tell you something? If I had not let the old jewel die, you would not see me doing these Facebook lives because I'd have been too afraid. See, because I was in a place where I definitely had a near vision. And I said that near vision, that near sightedness that I was only looking at everything wrong with me. And, and so if somebody said you ain't a prophet, I was like, well, I can't be a prophet because they said I'm not a prophet. If somebody said you wasn't an apostle, I said I couldn't be an apostle because they said I wasn't an apostle. If they said, well, you this, I, I, I couldn't do this because I, but see, I don't listen to y'all no more. Praise God. I love you, but I thank you. This last 10 years has delivered me from the voices of people. And now I listen to what God says because he is the one that I learned to listen to in the isolation and the quiet. I had to die. That's right. That's right, Cindy. You had to die. We had the old us had to die. It was purposeful. I know it didn't feel good. I know it was difficult, but guess what? You still here. If you own this lab, guess what? You still here. That means God is not done and he's not finished yet with the things that he wants to do in you. So there's the spiritual awakening that is about to take place like never before. Don't discount the experiences of God. And I'm not talking about just so you can feel good because see, we've gotten hooked on just church and feeling good and we can go and get our praise on and then go back and be doing the same mess. That's not it. This awakening is starting in the heart. It is awakening to holiness. It's awakening to the reverence of God. See, God is waking us up because we're going to be able to see him like we've never seen him before. Because if you see him face to face, there's no way that you can see him face to face and treat him as casually and as we have in the past. And I even say that for myself, that even as he has been showing me more and more of himself, there's a reverence on the inside. There's a holy fear that has risen up on the inside of me because one, I don't want to lose that. One, I don't want to miss those face-to-face moments. And so in this decade and in this beginning, this new, be prepared for the greater encounters of his glory. We were going to see a more personal way 
But this requires us to come higher to experience it. You and I are going to have to climb higher. That means letting go. That's why we got to let him do the work for us and in us in these first three months. Let him do whatever surgery he got to do to your eyes. Let him clear up your vision so that you see yourself greater than you've ever seen before. See, as many of you that have a... a a treasure trove of gifts on the inside of you, but you've let the world and the enemy and stuff and conditions convince you that you not as good as somebody else or you not as gifted because maybe you it takes you a little harder to get a word. Maybe it takes you a little longer to understand something. So what? You understood it. You got the revelation. Go and share it because there's somebody out there that's dying and going to hell because you haven't released the, the... the oil that's on the inside of you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The Lord said this in this next three months, be ready for the crushing because too many of us have been holding on to the oil. And guess what? An olive oil, an oil with the, you don't release the, the oil. Guess what? Eventually the olive oil, if you don't crush it and do whatever, eventually it, it becomes useless. God says, no, I am not going to let the oil that I placed in you become useless. He says, so get ready for the crushing. But let me tell you something about this time. See, this is going to be a different crushing than it was in your wilderness season. As he crushes you, you're going to know it's him crushing you, but you're also going to, because you're going to see with more clarity why he's pressing. And this crushing is going to come around this way. You're going to begin to feel a burden to do something. For those that God had called to intercede, you're going to begin to feel a crushing on you if you don't intercede. You're going to feel a pressure that's going to tell you, I got to let I got to let this out. I can't hold on to this no longer. I got to let it out. I got to let it out. I got to do it. If some of you got to put vision down on the inside of you for businesses, for ministry, um, for things that seem far-fetched and you don't see how you can do it. God is not going to let you stay stagnant. He's going to put a crushing on you. Them books about to be written, those things on the inside of you about to be written. And for some of you, you might say, well, you know what? I've already done it, Lord, but it didn't work. That's me. I'm one of those. I'm like, Lord, I've done all this stuff in the last season. It didn't work. You know what he told me? He said, time to relaunch. It's a relaunching season. It's a relaunching season. He said, it wasn't wrong. He said, the fact that you didn't see anything benefit out of last year, let me tell you what he said. He said, it wasn't that it was wrong. I was I was allowing you the opportunity. I was testing you to see how committed you are to the vision that I gave you. Come on, somebody. See, if you are committed to the vision, Lack won't keep you from doing it. No help won't keep you from doing it. Naysayers won't keep you from doing it. You're going to press and press and press. And like I said, as you press, what happens? God said, I will grow your faith so that you move from this thimble-sized cup to a cup that's like the river. And guess what he said? And even that's going to overflow. I speak an overflow blessing to you right now in the name of Jesus. If you're willing to let him relaunch you, if you're willing to let him crush you, if you're willing to say, I am not going to waste any more time worried about what they say, he say, I'm not even going to let myself talk me out of what the vision is. I'm going to just step out on it and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Thank you, Jesus. So what's the word that I really want us to take away from this today? God is calling us to wake up. No more sleeping on your gifts. It's time to stretch and be stretched beyond what you think you are capable of stretching. It's called for us to wake up and God and give God what is inside of us and, and, and receive what he has for us. Because guess what? God's got forgiveness, strength, power, and so much more for us. If you mess up, see, a lot of times people won't do stuff because they're afraid they won't do it perfect. That is not how. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Your father is. Can I, can I just, let me help somebody today. Your father is perfect. Yes, he is. But he's not a dictator in the sense that he, he, he expects you to be perfect without his help. See, he he says, let me perfect you. And how does he perfect you? You and I have to step out and do something. And when we don't do it right, he come back and says, son, daughter, this is how you do this better. Son, daughter, this is how this works. Son, daughter, what did you learn from this? Son, daughter, this is how. So he perfects us. He gets, he gets pleasure out of you walking in your obedience. Come on, somebody. So stop allowing the enemy to convince you into believing you are less than what God says. If he calls us the righteousness of Christ, who are you and I to say otherwise? This isn't, and this isn't about how great you are. This isn't about how great I am. It's about how great he is. And so we're no longer going to be farsighted, only seeing what they did to us, only seeing what we're not able to do. We're no longer going to look just at them. We can see them, but we're going to pray for them. We're going to forgive them. And I even challenge you, the thems, the those people that did you wrong, pray for them. And don't pray, God, bring down heaven and burn them up. Pray, Lord, help them, because just like you don't want me to fail, you don't want them to fail. You pray. And let me tell you something else. I had to learn to say, God, thank you for all those that tried to kill me. Because had they not been used by the enemy for one thing, you couldn't have used them to bring the perfecting out of me. You use their words. You use their lies. You use their tactics. But what it did is brought out a better jewel. And guess what? I'm liking the jewel he's bringing out. I'm liking the jewel he's developing. I'm liking what he's doing in me today. And guess what? So don't get mad no more. And what they did to you, say, Lord, thank you, because it makes me a better me. Thank you, Lord, it makes me a better me. And they ain't got, if they never come back and say they sorry, if they never come back and say nothing, guess what? God has already counted that on my record. Let me tell you what he said to me, because I was like, Lord, this don't make no sense. You know, they talking about me. What about the shame and disgrace? God said, who told you you was disgraced? And I was like, well, Lord, but they, he said, no, no, no. What does my word say? God's word tells us there is no, you are not, there's no shame and disgrace in him. So this is what he said. And I want this to bless you. When they lied on you and you kept standing, when they tried to misuse you and you kept standing, when they ridiculed you and you kept standing, he said, what does that look like by my report? Because he only goes by his report about you. He said, on my report, it looks like you have suffered for the cause of Christ. Come on, somebody. You and I have suffered for the cause of Christ. That sounds like a reward to me. God wants you and I to know that when we suffer, when we stand, when we don't quit, and we don't give up, He, we don't pull no shame. That's no shame. That's no disgrace in him. In him, he sees it as his children that are obedient. And what did I start off saying? The righteous in God are going to see him. He promises we're going to see him. We're going to see him face to face. We're going to see him face to face. He going to show up in our times. And I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I just declare over you, some of you going to have some visitations. I remember the first time that I had a visitation from God. I was at a conference. He told me to go meet him at the wall. And I went over to the wall. And when I got to the wall, instantly, it appeared. he appeared to me like a body of fire. I mean, his body was shaped and it was fire. And he leaned into my face and he said, I am the risen Christ. Come on. I was on the floor. And he just began to do some work on inside of me. I thought I was there for minutes. I realized later I was there for about 45 minutes. And you know what he did? He pulled out the old stuff. He pulled out the new stuff. And it was like he said, I'm preparing you for the future stuff. See, when God meets you face to face, that's why I'm telling you, they can't show me no little picture with this little anorexic person that they say is Christ. That's not the Christ that I saw. The Christ that I saw was fire. I, you know, they also, he was fire. His whole body was fire. His eyes was fire. I mean, have you ever looked at somebody's eyes? I mean, I could see 
fire. It was alive. He was alive. God, I was like, thank you, Jesus. When you have the face-to-face to him, ain't none nobody can tell you differently. Ain't nobody, nobody can tell me. See, people can tell me, Jewel, God doesn't do that. Okay, maybe he don't do it for you. Maybe you got to check your righteousness level. I know what he did for me. I know how he showed up and showed me who he was. I know that even in my room, like right now where I am, I can sometimes just come, come before him and pray. I will get out and go lay on the floor before him and I will begin to cry out to him and I would just say, Lord, I need you. Father, there's some stuff that's hindering me. I don't know what it is and, 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 and I ain't got nobody here but you. So Holy Ghost, I need you to show up. I need to see you and he will. He'll say, Jewel, I'm going to pull that heaviness off of you and he'll begin to tell me what it is and he will walk me through. He will break it off of me and then he'll tell me, Jewel, now don't go pick it back up no more. Don't pick up the issue. Don't pick up the situation. Don't pick up the feelings. You walk in who I have called you to be. And I'm just promising you today. I'm promising you this because this is the promises of God. If you and I continue to press and say, Lord, do the work on the inside of me. He said, I'm going to shift how you see. I'm going to allow you to no longer be farsighted and just worried about this. He said, but I'm not also going to let you not be nearsighted where you always feel like you've fallen short and everybody else is perfect and everybody else is doing well. He said, no, I'm going to give you the right focus. I'm going to bring you Ariel with me. I'm going to bring you up. I'm getting ready to elevate you. So when you come elevated, you'll be able to see me. You'll be able to understand me. You will no longer be caught in and, and hindered by what they say. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come right now and say thank you. Lord God, as your children, we are thanking you that you have broken us out and brought us out of our wilderness-like condition. We thank you in the name of Jesus, and we declare, Father, that we're going to begin to see even in the smaller things. Father, I thank you for the corrective surgery that's going on. Father, I hear you say you are giving us, just like I got glasses, you are giving us corrective lenses. Why? So we can focus like we need to. I thank you, Lord God, for the surgery, the surgery that's going on on our eyes, Father, that we're going to see you better. Father, I thank you Lord God, we're going to see who we are in you better. So Father, I pray for your children that are on this lab and anybody that is coming and watching the replay. I declare in the name of Jesus that we are going to see ourselves by way of the Holy Ghost and by way of your word. Father, thank you for more clarity that's being released into us so that we know how to divinely, that's right, divinely align ourselves for the the overflow that's about to come. Father, I thank you right now because we are breaking off fear. We're breaking off doubt. We thank you, Lord God, that we are moving to a new level of faith. I just decree, declare over this, this airway, Father, that your people would begin to get a hunger for a crazy-like faith. I'm talking about a faith that don't even make sense. Father, you will do above and beyond what we ask. Father, you have shown us, and many of us have some history, but Father, remind us of our history so it can grow our faith. Father, I'm reminded of a time when I stood and needed a certain amount of money, and I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't have it. I couldn't ask for nothing. And I prayed, and this is the prayer I said. I said, Lord, would you open up heaven and rain down some manna? Because I need these finances. Not shortly thereafter, there was a box in my yard. And I kind of ignored the box all day. And finally, I sent my husband, uh, my daughter out, and she opened the box and said, Mom, it's some money in there. So we thought it was drug money. We didn't know what it was. So we left the box there. My husband came home. He went and got the box. When we opened up the box, not only was it enough money in the box to cover what I needed, but it was some extra. Let me tell you something. You better get a crazy like faith and begin to say, Lord, rain down what I need. If I need healing, Father, I declare in the name of Jesus, you're going to heal whatever condition in my life. Father, I'm coming against cancer over your people. I'm coming against high blood pressure, diabetes in the name of Jesus. We speak divine healing because you are the healer. And we're coming, Lord God, with faith and believing. We're not giving you a thimble-sized uh, cup. We're bringing you our ocean-side cup, and we expect an overflow because you said that you would overflow our cups. So, Father, I thank you for the stories and the testimonies that are about to break out in your children, whether it happens immediately or whether it's a slow process. Either way, it is still you. So, Father, we thank you for healing today. We honor you today. Father, it's those that have been struggling even 
in their health and trying to to maintain their body weight. Father, I just declare even supernaturally, this is going to be the season where you're going to help us, Lord God, to to handle these temples right. We're going to lose the weight and we ain't going to struggle. I just declare declare the struggle is over in the name of Jesus. You're going to break off addictions to food. You're going to break off anything that keeps us from being able to be as healthy as we need to be. Father, I thank you for even regulating our... um, our metabolism, Lord God, so that even in that, Father, we will see a greater uh, uh, ability to work out and do some things. Father, I thank you. I just declare, Lord God, that these things that we just think are normal, we feel like I'm getting older, so I should have arthritis and I should have memory loss. I I, I, I curse that in the name of Jesus. I will be 58 this month, Father, and I'm not getting older. I'm getting wiser. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm thanking you for great health, not only for me, but for others. We're thanking you for health. Father, our body are going to align themselves with the mission that you have for us. Because Father, I just believe it. God has got some strong missions on the lives of you. If he's got a mission for you, don't you know he will allow your body to be in a place where it can carry out this mission. So I declare, body, our bodies are aligning to the mission that's on us. Father, great deliverers are on this line. Father, that means we got to be able to carry the weight of your glory because your glory has weight to it. We got to be able to stand up under the weight. So I declare in the name of Jesus, we're going to stand Stand up under the weight of your glory, and we're going to do it. Father, I thank you for every family that's represented here in the name of Jesus. Because, see, the enemy comes against families. And he tries to tear them down. But Father, I declare you're restoring families. I declare that salvation stories are about to break out like it's about to be bananas. Salvation stories are about to break out in the lives of your of your people. Children have begun to come back, Lord God. Husbands, Father, even marriages that have been stressed. Lord God, I thank you for husband and wives coming back together in agreement in the name of Jesus. Father, I just declare that this new decade is a decade of family. I see it in the spirit, Lord God, you are bringing the families back together so that you, we will begin to see whole families raised up in ministry, whole families raised up to, to carry the gospel. They'll work in the ministry and some of them will even set up ministries, not necessarily church, but they'll set up ministries and businesses and the things they do will still be unto you. So Father, I thank you even in how you're about to restore family and family structures in the name of Jesus. We come against every addiction. Father, I declare that this is a decade where we're going to see uh, heavy things that seemed hard to break are going to be broken. Addictions, Father, I just declare people are going to come into churches or and they ain't even got to come into churches. They're going to come into contact with people of God and you want to lay hands on them and declare that that addiction is broken off of them and it is. Uh, Reverend Arnetta, I heard the Lord said the woman that you prayed for, for that addiction to be broken, it is going to happen and it, watch it, watch it. It might be a process, but it's going to happen. She's not going to yo-yo no more in the name of Jesus. So Father, there are those that have addictions and problems, Lord God. We thank you for breaking that. Father, I thank you that there's getting ready to be a revival and an awakening even in our young people and I just declare in the name of Jesus, we're going to begin to see it, it a uh, uh, a re- renewing of uh, young people on our college campuses, we're going to begin to see a, a return. Thank you. A return to holiness and a return to celibacy in the name of Jesus. Father, I say thank you. I thank you. Oh, Jesus. Father, I thank you for the shift that you're about to do because you said, Lord God, we're going to see you even more. And I thank you, Father, that is coming the time and the season. We're going to see a greater manifestation. And Father, we are expanding our faith because the Lord Lord says, as you expand your faith, also your requests will expand. See, if we only expect a little, we only ask a little. But if you expect much, you will request much. And not just for you. This is not just a big faith so that you can have your pockets filled. But you're going to begin to pray for those that are hungry, that God would not only feed them the natural food, but that you would see them fed the spirit. You will see them fed by way of the Holy Ghost and you will see their lives changed. Tawana, that's what the Lord said. You are going to do see greater amounts of that. Even as you're feeding their natural, he said, have a greater expectation of seeing salvation walk away with the bag of groceries or the food that you give them. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for a greater awakening even as they, we feed them, even as they do. Father, I thank you for greater uh, manifestations of healing. This is the season where the Kabbalah, the glory of God is about 
about to just come um, to be even more present in our churches. I thank you, Lord, because the Lord said he is cleaning house. He said this to me over 10 years ago, and I'm going to say it now. The Lord said for those churches that have refused to allow him access, we're going to begin to see them closing. Why? Because the kabod has gone. The, the glory is gone. They become more like an Ichabod church, that the glory is not there. And he said, don't be surprised if you see little vessels popping up here and there. He said, but they will have my glory. They will begin to raise up in um, precedent. And some of you are even in that group, even though it may not be you a church, but because of who you are, God says, because you stay faithful, I'm going to start raising you up. He's bringing those that he's been training himself. He's bringing them to the forefront so that they can walk in the glory and the power and the anointing that he has for us. Queen, I hear the Lord say that in this season, especially what's getting ready to happen with us, even in the uh, mentoring. God said he's going to use that in a way that's going to trigger you. And I see it's almost like he's got you on a bow and he's just shooting you off into the spiritual. And so God says, be prepared for even a greater anointing, greater than what he's going to do. There's some impartation that he wants to give into you that's going to happen even in this next three months. And God says, when he does it, watch how you will then be um with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, push forward. Press forward. He's gonna. It's almost like he's blowing you out. He's blowing you, pushing you forward in the name of Jesus. And I hear the Lord just saying, as my children keep coming, keep coming, keep asking, keep seeking, keep hungry, stay hungry, stay hungry before the Lord, because he will give you the things that you desire. Not only the spirit, but God says, I am getting ready to bless you even in the natural realm. There's some of you that need finances. You, you have been given even in your place of life. God said, that seed that you planted in the last decade, guess what? It's 20 20 is double. He said, expect a double, double reward for the things that you have done. He said, expect double, expect double, expect double, expect double. I'm going to keep saying expect double. There's greater coming so that you can not only take care of the natural needs that you have. He said, because as you take care of the natural needs, then you will be also taking care of others. So he's going to provide for you and give you the opportunity to provide for others. Father, I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, give us the things that Great, get, bring a greater desire on the inside of us. Help us to walk out who you have called for us to be. We're not going to, we're not going to bow down. We're not going to get off track. We're going to stay in the place that the Lord has called for us. And I also hear the Lord say, stay in position, stay in position, stay in position, stay in position. Wherever the Lord has placed you, it's important for you to stay in position. It's like trying to build a building. If you pull one of the bricks out, then the foundation gets shaky. God says he is trying to make many of us foundational. He is trying to make us in to people that we he can build the next on. And so whatever it is, stay in position so that he can build you. Because as you stay in position, you also are lined up to be able to possess what he has for you. I hear the Lord also saying, as you stay in position, the enemy may come, he said, but don't get discouraged, even in this time. He said, because remember, not only am I with you, but I'm double time fighting for you. That's part of the double. He said, I'm double time fighting for you. I am double time. You are surrounded. You are surrounded. He is surrounding you. So stay in position, because see, if if this is the, the place that you're supposed to be, and, and my hands represent him, and you in the middle, nothing can't come, but if you get outside of the position, then you leave yourself open to the attack. God says, stay in position and watch me fight your battle. Stay in position and watch me open up doors for you. God said in this season and even in this first part of this year, he said, I'm going to bring unusual relationships, people that you might not have thought you should have been friendshiped with or partner with. He said, you'll know that it's me because you and this person may be 
almost totally different. But guess what? He said, you will notice because you have the heart for this person and this person has a heart for you. And so God is going to bring many of you partnerships because many of you in this last season, you were alone and it was hard. You were trying to do the things that God had told you to do, but it just got difficult. But the Lord said, I have heard your cry. He said, I left you in a lone season because it was something I was doing on the inside of you. But now I'm going to put you in the place where you will have the right connections that people will pour into you and you'll be able to pour back into them. I also hear the Lord said, for those of you who need backers, he's going to open up backers in this year. He said, so be prepared for people that are going to financially back you in the things that he has given to you. But get this is the key. He's not going to send the backers until you step out in faith. So many don't wait to say, okay, well, I'm waiting for the backer and then I'm going to step out. No, no, no. He says, step out in faith and then watch the waters part. He says, step out in faith and then watch him send you the people that will help you do the things that you need to do. So I hear the Lord say, don't worry about... um what it looks like. He said, but no, the vision, if I gave it to you, know that I am going to fulfill it. Because we have to understand that this vision is not ours in the first place. This vision comes from God. And so I just declare over you right now that the vision that God gave to you, it will live. It is not going to die. Many of you thought last year and and the last season that it just was not going to happen. It wasn't feeling like it was going to break through. It felt like no matter how you push, there was a ceiling. I hear the Lord say the ceiling is broken. He said the ceiling is broken. You are coming out. You are walking in the fullness of what he has for you. And so, Father, I thank you. I just pray into that, Lord God, that you will provide for us. Lord God, this stagnation spirit, we break that off in the name of Jesus. And this stealth mode, this secret way the enemy has been trying to come to tear us down. Father, we break that and we expose it in the name of Jesus. He will not be able any longer to keep us from walking into the fullness of who you have called for us to be. Father, we thank you because now we have this aerial view. We've got the 2020 vision. We've got the right focus. Lord, because you are doing the surgery on us, we're going to be able to see what we need to see and we're going to be able to walk in what we need to walk in. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we give you praise for that. We thank you for what you are doing. We thank you, God, because we love you. Father, I give you praise in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because not only are you opening us up, to be able to see better. But Father, I thank you and I hear, Lord God, that you're saying these things are going to come to pass. And I thank you, Father, because I hear also you say you are healing broken hearts. There are many that have been discouraged. There are many that have been upset. But because of who you are, God, you are going to heal the brokenness. I thank you. I, oh, Rabasa. Father, and I thank you because not only are you healing the brokenness, but I hear the Lord say, I'm blowing a fresh wind on you. I mean, it's like... I feel it. I can feel it right now in the name of Jesus. And the Lord say he is going to get uh, the fresh wind. You will receive it. Father, I pray for Keisha right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, you know this warrior woman in the name of Jesus. This warrior woman, your daughter, you have called for her to step forward and to do the things that you have called for her. Lord God, I declare right now that everything, every hindrance is broken off in the name of Jesus. Father, every shackle is broken in the name of Jesus. The past is the past, Father. And I thank you, Lord God, for the release in her even right now, Lord God. Not only in the release because we're in a new year, but Father, even in the memories, the the reminders are broken off in the name of Jesus. Father, and I thank you because see, when you're like a caterpillar, you're hidden and that crushing that crushing that goes on. But Father, I thank you because in this season, you have released the butterfly. I thank you, Lord God, that you have released her. And you know, the caterpillar was, uh, my daughter shared this on, on New Year's Eve, but the caterpillar, you know, it's vulnerable. It's down there. It's on the ground. But now the butterfly is released and high. So Father, that's what I speak over, Keisha, that you are no longer down on the ground. You're no longer vulnerable. But God has created you so that now you can soar. You can rise up. And I declare that in this season, you are coming to that next level of ability to see like you've never seen before. I declare in the name of Jesus that not only are you able to see like you haven't seen before, but I declare that the Lord is getting ready to position the right people around you so that that you can get the help that you need. Father, God has said that, and I keep saying it because you are a warrior woman. That's what he told you and taught you in these last, and it wasn't just this decade, but it's like the last 20 years, just some things that you have gone through that sometimes was like one thing after another, after another, after another. Sometimes you're like, Lord, what is going on? He said, but daughter, I trusted you. 
See, that's the thing we have to understand. He said, I trusted you to be able to stand under the pressure. And because you stood, you are still standing and it killed the old you, but there's a new warrior woman on the inside of you. And I see like a double sword behind your back. So when you pull it out, you are got double swords. You got double power in the name of Jesus. Watch how God even begins to use you in this season greater than he's ever used you before. I just declare even the discernment level is going to another level. You're going to speak a thing to people and you're going to begin to watch it happen. There's some gifts that's on the inside of you that you have not even tapped into yet. So we just declare in the name of Jesus that he's going to tap in and he's going to move those things in you like never before. Father, we say thank you. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There was somebody else on here that I just hear the Lord saying that, um, and this is for maybe more than one person, but I hear the Lord saying that you have planted so much into other people. You have given to so many people and people didn't always honor you. They didn't always give back to you. But God says, don't be weary in the well that you've done. He said, because this is your reaping season. Come on, somebody. If that's you, put it on the, in the comment. This is my reaping season. God says he is going to honor the fact that you have planted and planted and planted and planted for others. Even if they didn't come back and say thank you. He he said this is the season of reaping he is going to be, you're going to benefit strongly and because i said it's this 2020 double he said you're gonna get double for your trouble thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus. lord thank you for the double for our trouble father we just say thank you now i speak a refreshing over your people in the name of jesus everybody that came on let there be a refreshing in their soul father let there be a refreshing in their soul father let this be that season because we've come out of the wilderness so I just declare over you these next three months, you're going to feel it. I mean, tangible. There are going to be times you're going to be just sitting down and you're just going to almost feel like you just had a good massage or something because your, your whole body is going to just feel a relaxing. I just declare that in the name of Jesus. That's right, sister. Or This is your time for reaping. God is going to bless you beyond your imagination because you are one that has been a pure heart and a pure giver. And God is going to continually give you that what you are seeking for. Doors are about to open for you like never before. I hear the Lord saying that you have been faithful. You have not complained. See, you know, some of us are whiners. He said, you are not a complainer. You see things, you deal with things, but you take it to him. He said, even that, I'm going to reward you for that because you have held others in high regard and because you've held others in high regard he said i'm going to make sure you are held in high regard thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you Je oh my god my god lord i thank you for your children today father I, I feel the excitement i feel the electricity even in your people father we are hungry for you and we desire all that you have for us so father we give you praise lord god be with michelle her name says meet Michelle be with her Lord God even in this next season there's some things that are before her that she needs some clarity on father make it plain and simple so she can run with the vision that you've given to her it is for seasons have seen um for, for a while it seemed kind of too big for her to handle I almost see her trying to pick up the world but Lord God I see you step right behind her and you pick the world up so he says meet Michelle he said I have the things and I'm going to be the one that carry this he says so you give it to me and I will carry it. So Father, we give you praise. We say, yes, Lord. We say, yes, Lord. We say, yes, Lord. Father, we say yes to you. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. The Psalm again was Psalm 17 and 15. Because I am righteous, I will see you. When I awake, I will see you face to face and be satisfied. This is going to be a season where we are satisfied. You're going to be satisfied in the, in the report of the Lord. You're going to be satisfied in the things that he's doing for you. You're going to be satisfied in the way he's showing up for you. Oh, Jesus, I felt that. You're going to be satisfied. Some of us have gone through a season where we were, that hope deferred was making it hard, but God said, you about to be satisfied. He said, I'm about to put a smile on your face like never before. He said, you are going to be satisfied. And we say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, I appreciate you joining me today for our 1030 um, um, live. And again, you know, we, we I'm just expecting that, you know, I come every Thursday at 1030. So if you first time catch me, just keep your eye open and and you can catch me. And I'm so this month I'm talking about this awakening in the new day, this 2020 vision. And I just want to share to you what God wants us to do for this next three months. Cause one, I'm, I'm one of these prophets. I'm also a teacher. That was the first gift that I knew I had was teaching. And one of the things is I'm like, Lord, I, I want to give a prophetic word to your people, but I want to give the practical steps. Help me give the practical steps so that we can run with it. And so I thank God that he gives me the practical steps to help us run. And so um, if this blessed you, share. And if anybody kind of came in late, go back and watch the replay. But if this blessed you, share it because I just believe this is what God is preparing us to. For those that have been righteous, those that have been faithful, those that have been holding on, I just believe this is about to be a time that God is going to uh, meet us face to face like never before. And as always, like I say, um, be blessed, keep praying until the mountains moved and we will come together again. I do have one little announcement that I wanted to share. Um, for many of you know that I am doing the uh, I'm doing the mentoring session that starts February 1st. I do have two other slots available and I will share that on my page. If you are interested in being a part of that mentoring program, uh, I would love to have you join me. It's a three month mentoring program. I've written the curricula. I mean, it blessed me. Um, so it's an online part, but then there's also a one, there's two one-on-ones that I do with you. And then we have a weekly group session that we do. I can't wait either, Quinn. Um, and so, I mean, I'm just really expecting the Lord to do something because I know that this was a vision he gave me. I, I Jewel ain't that smart. I'm not that smart. So when he showed me to do this, um, I, I was just moved. And then when he began to download what I'm going to be sharing in these three months, it really blessed me. So again, I'll put that on my Facebook page if you are interested, um, or you can email me at drjewelwilliams at publishthevision.com and ask me for more information. So again, until next time, be blessed. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.